0: What's up, everybody? I'm here with my new friend Rocco. Rocco,
1: who are you and what do you do? So first and foremost, Glenn, thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, I always love reaching out to the Italian community, and in this case, you reached out to, to me, but my name is Rocco so I am the founder of Growing Up Italian media page. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, all that good stuff. Uh, We also run a podcast, which is where Glenn actually hit me up to do a a little collaboration, if you will. So excited to be here, answer some of Glenn's questions and, you know, learn a little bit more, a little bit about yourself, man. Absolutely, dude. So first and foremost, why, you know, what made
0: you want to start growing up Italian? Um, And it's a huge, it's a huge
1: kind of like media group. And did you expect it to get as big as it is? Uh, I think everybody has a vision when they start something, right? Like, I'm sure you have your vision and your goal that you want to meet and fulfill one day. Uh, so, did I expect it to get this big? I'll be honest with you, no. All right. You hope that it gets this big, but you don't expect it. And I think that's where goals come into play. But yeah, but what we do here uh, at Grown Up a Town, we started this a little under five years ago. Me and my cousin Miguel were just hanging out one day. Um, we come from a huge Italian family, like most Italians. Uh, we live in America, so we're first generation Italian-American, spoke Italian our whole lives. That's how we communicate in the house. It was our first language. And we just wanted to see how relatable we can be to other people. So we come up with this, uh, this idea, let's start up a, a meme page. Let's just see like how many people can laugh and relate to our memes. So what started off as a hobby as just being a meme page uh, one up being much more than that we posted once a week not much at all and a lot of people message us like oh my god I did the same thing when I was growing up and you know oh my god I relate to this so much and then we realized like yo our name is grown up Italian like we have something good going right now let's maybe put a little more time into this so a year later we're doing like two posts a week now what a huge upgrade two posts from one post to two but yo I'll tell you the algorithm it favors when you post more so We went from like 8,000 followers the first year, jumped up to 25,000 the second year. Uh, Again, this is just from posting and, you know, interacting with your followers. You always want to interact. You don't want people to feel like they're just a follower. Who the hell wants to feel like they're just following a page? So to this day, any DM that I get, I try and answer as quickly as possible. But aside from all that, the reason we started this page, uh, deep connection to our Italian roots and we're from Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Now Williamsburg is not a predominantly Italian neighborhood right now. It was more or less in the 70s and 80s, but a lot of people moved out. So we're growing up, we're seeing a lot of our Italian paisans just get out, go on to Staten Island, Jersey, Long Island. And there's pretty much nothing left here in Williamsburg. And we're like, yo, how do we preserve this culture without it dying on us? You know, we, we're a part of social clubs. We try, and, we try and stay involved in the community but we had to branch out somehow. We had to do something that was more than we ever could imagine. And social media was the perfect outlet, man. So we, we tried to preserve the culture. That's how we started. And I mean, here we are, hundreds of thousands of followers later, couldn't be more thankful. And, you know, meeting great people like you who are trying to build their own platform, you know? So it's a huge honor, huge blessing, uh, a long road to go. And I'm sorry, I spoke too much about it. I get so passionate. you know. I know people love hearing our story, but yeah, man, That that's basically how we all started. And, you know, the transition to a media page is a whole nother story. But I, I you have more questions for me, so I don't want to be the one talking the whole time.
0: Hey, look, dog, like, honestly, we got time. Talk as much as you like, because that helps me. Not like, <laughs> I, I try not to think of too many questions because I do like it to be conversational. So please talk as much as you want. You know, this is just like, I like listening to your story. I want people to know your story. And our story too, as Italian Americans. Um. Sure. one thing i always pick up too is it's like weird being white and ethnic you know what i mean like a lot of the times um i relate more to like my my friends who are like people of color as opposed to my more uh friends who are like white anglo-saxon you know what i'm saying yeah and it, it's like some it's like puts us in like this weird position sometimes where we, you know you might not know where you belong so you know i, I want to talk what it is kind of like to on the ethnic side of growing up italian like the food we eat um some of the things people might not know that you know a lot of the stuff you post on the page is like that that cookie tin that just doesn't have any cookies in it and you open it up and it's just like it's just like thimbles and shit so like what what kind of stuff can you expect at an italian american household that you wouldn't expect that like someone else's
1: yeah so I, i see exactly to your point i think that's the beauty about being italian it's that we don't have a true sense of belonging really anywhere, right? And that's what makes us so damn unique. That's like the beauty of it, the fact that we have so much going for us, so much food, culture, traditions, values, dude, it like the list goes on with being Italian. And I think it's such a beautiful thing. Like, like you said, there's no really fit for us and, and that's okay. I think that's something that we should fully embrace and not really care of where we should stand or where we belong. Let's just be our own, like what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? So when you're going to an Italian American household, especially you're you're expected to be greeted with food right off the bat. I mean, let's be real here. You go to somebody's house, you go to your relative's house, you go to a friend's house, who's Italian, they're gonna offer you something, right? They're gonna offer you whether it be an espresso, whether it be a coffee, whether it be uh, a biscotti cookies, whatever the hell it is, they're gonna be like, listen, you got, you're here. You're my guest. Let me treat you right, and I'm, that's how it is in my household. You I know, mean, I'm sure you definitely could relate and attest to that. But as you said to the cookie tin, my God, how many times did you go up? You go into your grandmother's, or we say nonna. You go into your nonna's uh, cookie tin, and you find like a sewing kit in there. It's like, bro, what the hell is a sewing kit doing in this cookie tin? Like, I don't understand how this happens, and the fact that so many people's grandparents have done that to me, is mind-boggling. It shows that we're all the same. So, why are we trying to have a belonging when we're literally the same person? We're all doing the same thing. So, like I said, it's a beautiful thing. We should fully embrace it. And I I love it. I I get a kick out of every day. Every day, I come across something in my house. I'm like, damn, I wonder if people do this. I'll post it on Growing Up Italian. Next thing you know, it has tens of thousands of likes and hundreds of comments. It's like, all right, well, there's my answer. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And And you realize how many people, like you said, and I learned just from doing this podcast too, just talking to so many different people. The more you just like listen and the more you share and the more people share with you, you realize that everyone pretty much is the same. And all this divisiveness, a lot of it's just online and it's not in real life. You know what I mean? Like the stuff the news puts out there, they're trying to pit different people against each other. I also, I don't know why I followed this, but I'm pretty sure I, I, or my, cause I like, In my area there's a lot of latinos and so i follow like growing up latino pages i guess for some reason and like some of them would share stuff literally about the cookie tin too like like only like only boricuas know this or something and i'm like in my head like i know that shit. like what are you talking about like (laughs) a lot of of
1: the stuff does get a little repetitive i'll be honest with you and some cultures pick up on this stuff too it's like it's not like we do we're the only ones who do certain things you know what Mm. i mean it's really relatable for a lot of cultures and i think that's what makes people realize that okay you know we, we we might think that we're unique here in this sense but you know it's something normal right some things are completely normal it's not like they're doing tomatoes in august or september that that's something that we hold uh, precious to us there's different traditions and values but like a cookie tin i don't think that really is about a culture i think that's just more of italians making use of everything you know and then yeah. culture's picking that up as well it's more of a common sense i guess you could say i think i think it too is just like um like our grandparents or like parents
0: or whatever just like not having money at, at like when they were younger so they kind of just like. Say, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: absolutely um so your first generation i'm third on pretty much on both sides kind of um like my grandmother can speak italian but she was born here
1: right.
0: uh but my my, my great grandfather's name was Saucio, so he's like legit, like.
1: <laughs> so does he call it sauce or gravy? With that last name. Oh, no, we're
0: we're sauce so,
1: we're sauce. I'm a sauce person through team and through. All right. I had to ask that question. What about you? Nah, team sauce for sure. Dude,
0: so it's sauce. Gravy is a completely different thing. It's 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 turkey fat that you put over the
1: turkey. You know what I mean, like. Sauce yeah, is and we have gravy on Thanksgiving, not too long ago. Two what three days ago it was. So yeah. that's the only time we, we say gravy in the house. Exactly.
0: Like do you call gravy gravy sauce? No. Like people that say gravy for sauce, get out of here.
1: You're not real Italian. I'm taking your car <laughs> away. I can't say they aren't real Italian because there are a lot of Italians that came uh to parts of America where they just had that comprehension of gravy. And you know, it is what it is. That's yeah. something that always divides us, and it's a very there's a lot of friction there. Yeah. So, <laughs> my my logic is whatever you can call it, whatever the hell you want. If it tastes good, that's the only thing that should matter. That should matter. Oh, yeah. So it's like one of those fake
0: arguments. Um, you're a New York kid. I'm a Jersey kid. Like, I love Jersey. Like, I rep all of Jersey. But I think it's funny that we have this like fake argument. Is Central Jersey real? Or uh, Taylor Ham versus pork roll? It's just oh, like a fun little yeah. thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean listen, even Jersey, New York have beef. That's just the way it, it rolls. Yeah. And a lot of people say dirty Jersey and whatnot. Like, listen, I don't care where you come from, right? You do your thing, we'll do our thing. You know, we can relate. We can have our differences. You know, a lot of people say Jersey bagels are better than New York bagels. And you know the whole debate. I don't even have to tell you. Yeah. Jersey yeah. Pizza is better than New York pizza. And it's like, the list goes on like like I said if it tastes good I don't care where you are I'm coming and I'm trying it. like Hell yeah. let's let's take it to town you know what I mean and that's what like growing up a time like
0: in general like outside of the brand like is cool too because uh like we love sharing our culture like we love that folksy let me just cook for you like uh Governor Cuomo was like on the news and he was talking to people who didn't like what he was doing he's like let me just cook for you and it's like yeah like that's what we do you know like cooking for someone especially in our culture um is like that's like telling someone you love them or like you want to listen to them like that's how we're going to have a conversation yeah,
1: but yeah, sure.
0: uh, i started reading um gangsters and goodfellas by henry hill and yeah. that's basically like one of the first things he says is the you know there's skinny mobsters but only in comparison to the blimps that they're sharing a cannoli with you know like they're all bigger guys because they're all sharing meals all the time and talking business and just doing whatever
1: yeah, no, for sure. And um, I, I think as much as I enjoyed those movies and those shows, I think it like kind of falsely represents the, the, the not I don't wanna say the true Italians but the Italian American dream, right? A lot of Italians came over to the United States uh, trying to preserve their culture and trying to bring a better life for their kids, right? So then we have these old like Italian mafia movies and stereotypes that falsely represent the culture and to a degree, they have some accuracy, like the family values and uh, the way they treat their, their loved ones, there's, there's no greater care than an Italian has for their loved one. And when you mess with family, that's when things get, you know, a little, in those movies, they get over, over the top, but like, you know, in a sense, it is accurate showing our passion for our loved ones and that we would do anything for our loved ones. So in that case, I do agree with that stuff. But I just don't like like the, the false accusations that some of them do show. And it makes it seem like like we're all P.O.S.'s. You know, that's not cool. Not all Italians times are like that. And I, I personally don't like when people say, oh, you're Italian. So are you in the mob like that? To me, that's like not what we're about. And that's why I wanted to make this page, because we're more than that. Right. We're more than what you see in those mobster films. And don't get me wrong. I love The Sopranos. Right. Great show, one of the best shows of all time. But I don't agree with everything that's going on in the, in the show, and I don't think that represents Italians as perfectly as I want them to be represented. But not everything is perfect, and you know that those shows did shed some light on Italians. But I don't want to say it's the best light. You know, it, you know what I mean. It did shed light, but it wasn't the most optimal lighting, I guess you could say. It's
0: a it's a microcosm. You know, that's like that's like if a movie came out about the MS13 saying that like. All, all Mexicans are in the MS 13, you know? It's just such a false thing, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, like, same with Italian and mob movies. Same with the Jersey Shore, bro. Like, if you go to another state, like, or people from other states ask, like, at that time would, you know, ask you about, like, oh, are you like the Jersey Shore? Do you. Right, right. And it's like, oh, no,
1: those
0: guys are fools. Those guys are freaking, those guys
1: are freaking, uh, stunads, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't think Jer- the problem with Jersey, the problem that people have with Jersey Shore is they think that it's supposed to represent Italians for some reason. And it's really not. It's a show, a reality TV show, like just sawing a bunch of people living in the same house, going out and having a good time in Jersey Shore. It just so happens to be that some of them had Italian roots. And we have like a really good relationship with Vinny from Jersey Shore. This dude is awesome. Like he is the most humble, uh, down to earth, always gives back and tries to help people out. He's a great guy. So if there's one thing that came out of that show was us meeting Vinny and it showed us that, you know, sometimes what you see behind the screen is not what somebody really is or, you know, whatever the case may be. I think Vinny's true to himself. The way you see him on the screen is how he is. Really great guy. And you saw his mother was even on the show showing what like being a true Italian is about. She was like chefing it up on Sundays, giving them chicken parm, chicken collets, pasta, uh, whatever she was making and everybody loved it that just goes to show like how our mothers are you know like it's it just it's super relatable in some senses like I said like the Sopranos but I don't think Jersey Show was supposed to emulate the Italian culture I think it was just a bunch of people hanging out so I think that's where people are misunderstood a little bit with Jersey Shore you know
0: yeah it, it kind of it turned and turned into that by accident almost or like by right, right. yeah and it just kind of it was supposed to more represent the down-the-shore culture yeah. that you see going down there. And, it, uh, yeah, I mean, it just turned into something else because people maybe didn't watch the show. And, yeah, you're like, whenever I see interviews with people from the Jersey Shore, always super nice. When I hear about, like, stories about them, it's always like, yeah, they're so nice. Um, before I get, like, uh, when I used to wrestle, there's a t- team called, Tano, like, East Hanover, the town. And uh, the coach used to date, like, one of the cast members or something, like very, very at home, like people are just normal people behind the screen too. And that's something I don't understand, like in general, you know, people are people. And I definitely like, you definitely had to catch me right there. Cause like, I was just about to misjudge all the cast members of the Jersey Shore. You just told me Vinny's like a really nice guy. And you're right. Like I, I definitely judge the book by its cover without even thinking about it. Yeah,
1: you know, that's what I mean. And it's not your fault. That's just the, the world we live in, right? We just like to make assumptions sometimes and that's okay. But, you know, before we say something, maybe sometimes we should like look for some backing so it makes sense. And you know, look up some interviews with these people because there are, you know, we can be misled a little bit. And like I said, that's okay. That's why, you know, you're talking to people like me. Maybe you could learn a couple things or two at the end of this conversation, you know? And that's all for a game. Every day we learn something new. And, you know, to say to we should judge books by their cover, I don't think it's ever fair. So, uh, I know it sounds very cliche, but literally, every time you talk to somebody, whether younger or older, don't assume that you know more than them. Just go in there open-minded and you'll learn and you'll be a much happier person because you're learning something every single moment of every single day. So, you know, use that for what you will. hundred percent. Like it's in a ton of self-help
0: books, seven uh, rules for highly effective people, 12 rules for life for Jordan Peterson. I think it's in there. Act like the person you're talking to has something to teach you. And also actively listen. And that's how you're going to learn more. You know, like if you want, like don't shove beliefs down people's throats. Actually, like let them kind of like food, you know, like let them taste it. Let them taste all the spices. Let them taste the deliciousness of your ideas. Yeah. And that way it's, it's like sharing a meal in that sense, Uh, you know. And you're not always going to agree 100%, but you'll find middle ground. You know what I mean? Like you'll say, hey, maybe this. Like if it's a dish to represent it hey i really like the sauce but didn't like the pasta or the other person's like hey i like the pasta but not the sauce but i like this meal in general and that's what we should do with ideas because life's just a farmer's market of ideas as Giannis papa says and you know that's what (laughs) that's what like i like memes too like you make a meme page it's it's cool because you see all these people agree on these things like that's what a meme is you know things people don't say but know is true
1: which i think is bad oh yeah for sure man thank you but just as you think that they're relatable to you, some people are like, yo, what the hell are you guys talking about? So don't think it's all like sunshine and roses. Let's be honest here. There's a lot of hate going on too. But my favorite saying is you haven't made it unless people are hating on you. So yeah. you, know, if you got haters, you're doing a good thing. But obviously it, the haters can't outweigh the, the people that enjoy it. So you always wanna make like that 90% to like 10% ratio. You can never make 100% of people happy. It's impossible.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely not. Uh- great roman guy marcus aurelius uh my favorite quote by him is in meditations it's every single man will be praised and blamed you know you can't go your whole life being praised by everyone some people are going to blame you can't be blamed by everyone some people are going to praise you you know i'm like every single person dude there's people who wrote love letters to serial killers you know like there's never it's, complete evil in this world it's all evil and good go hand in hand yin and yang everything goes
1: together yeah no you're right and, you know, it's funny hearing you talk. You sound like a young philosopher, my man. It's oh, like you have all these quotes. I, I mean, I applaud you because that, that stuff's not easy to remember. And it, it shows that you are doing your research and you are like willing to learn new things. And it shows that you have an open mind. So, you know, much respect to you. That, that's great. That's great. Not a lot of people like you that do that. I'll be honest with you. I had to work really
0: hard, man. Like it was, I used to be such an obstinate fool. I would just think I'm right all the time. And then I got, you know, not like physically but mentally i got knocked on my ass a few times and i heard a few people so i had to be like okay i'm obviously the one who's wrong here i have to fix this and just admitting that we're wrong is like the most important thing and you know sometimes it's harder when you grow up italian too because we're like very uh you know, very there's it's a machismo culture you know and people want to argue and even when we're arguing we're just having fun and sometimes it's hard to you know see through the bullshit of when you're actually wrong and you don't realize it till later and I think people, if people are more open and more real, the world is going to be
1: a better place, my dude. And that's all yeah. I want. Yeah, absolutely, you. bro. And, you know, I'm going to drop some bars and some philosophy. There's an old saying about the people from Calabria. So we call them the Calabres. And they say, I calabres And what that means is the Calabres people have a hard head. And you obviously know what hard head means. So anytime Italians meet a Calabres, they're like there's no point of talking to them because you can't get your point across because they're hard headed. So it just, I don't know. I feel like I had to say that. I'm not saying all Calabres are like that, but that's like a, one of the stereotypes that a lot of Calabres people get. So just fitting to the moment.
0: No, I love i love that quote. Um, shout out to the Calabres people though. Uh, we love you. are. Yeah, uh. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's wild too. Like, so I, I, I want to get into this. You're Cause you're first gen, I'm third. What are some of the differences you've seen from like how you grew up to how other Italian kids grow up, grow up in America?
1: Yeah, no, that's a fair question. So I have a bunch of Italian friends that are second, third, fourth generation, and I don't discredit them for any reason whatsoever. They love the culture, they embrace it. The only main difference that I can personally tell you, and I'm talking from my friends from what I noticed and from what I noticed in growing up time, is the fact that the first gen know the language, the second, third, and fourth, and so on, They don't. Now, that's not their fault. A lot of Italian came to America or Canada and they were frowned upon speaking Italian. You had to speak English. They they like, literally bad things were done to people who didn't speak English. You come to America, they expect you to speak English. They got bullied in school. My father tells me stories all the time. The amount of times that he got bullied, man. The stuff that he had to face was very tough when he first came to the country. He was 12 years old with five younger sisters and, a lot of people, a lot of bullying going on and a lot of making fun of them. Like, oh, look at these guineas, look at these grease balls. You know, you heard it all. You heard it, I don't even have to tell you. And, you know, they were in a position where speaking Italian was was frowned upon, like I said, but they still, they didn't care. They didn't care at all. They had to cherish and preserve that culture because once that's gone, it's gonna be hard to, to you know, bring back. And let me just cut for a second. I have to charge my laptop.
0: No worries, brother. All right.
1: I don't want I don't want to step out the frame without warning you
0: but uh
1: but yeah man it's that's the main difference that I noticed and I don't think that makes anybody less Italian or more Italian I'll be honest with you especially Italian American like we should come as one that's something that we have a very tough time facing is the fact that we always try and separate ourselves from others like within our own culture what what are we doing with that that makes no sense to me like if I speak Italian you don't I shouldn't say ha ha you're not a real Italian. That, what What is that? The sense of me doing that? That's gonna make you be like, you know what? I'm not. Why would I care about being Italian if I'm not considered Italian? That's gonna push you away from it, and that's not what we're trying to do here. We're trying to make people understand that. Listen, just because you don't speak it doesn't mean anything. You could preserve that culture. You can learn our historical values and traditions that we shared and our ancestors have faced, and you know we can try and carry that. Or you know, if you're not interested, then you don't have to do it. Be active in this community. Uh, Join a social club. I know there's not many left, but maybe even start an Italian club in your school or something like that. Try and preserve that culture and be willing to learn because you know there are Italians like myself and my cousins Miguel and Sabina who are also on the page. We we try and preserve that culture as best as we can. And we can't bring people down for it. That's not gonna make them wanna learn more. Like if I kept telling you Glenn, hey, listen, man, you're third gen, bro. What what do you know about being Italian? I would never say that to you. That's not cool at all. That's gonna make you feel like worthless. You know what I mean? You said we try and find that sense of belonging. If we, as Italians, if we don't have any sense of belonging, we're not, we don't, the Italian community doesn't accept us, then where do we go? You know? Right. Yeah. It's going to push you away to just, I don't want to say be your own person. We should all be our own person. It's going to push you away to not care about where you come from. And then, and then what? You know, we have a dying culture at that point.
0: Exactly. And you got to, you have to have a sense of community, whether it's Italian American, like black american anything whatever you are yeah even even your town dude like people lose that especially we lose that with social media because now our community is the whole world the whole world is not going to care about you right so like just find a group of people that's not crazy you know i mean like don't join the nazis (laughs) but find a sense of belonging with people who are nice that want to you know just just like be themselves themselves and love people that's what we that'll make the
1: that'll make everyone so much happier yeah a lot of people don't realize it they just come into some uh, cultures closed-minded and like you know there's a famous saying and you know my family always told me this growing up jesus said help yourself first because god will then help you and a lot of people just go into things with the mindset like yo it's just gonna happen whatever right you, you got to do it for yourself first. Like you can't expect nobody to hand you anything. You got to go out and do your thing. You want something done, do it yourself. And you know, yeah. the rest will follow. And I think that goes with our story of growing up in town. We had this idea like two years prior to when we started and we were just like, nah, you know, one day we'll do it. One day we'll do it. We started it and you know, and I'm appalled at all this like magnificent following and culture and community that we we had to, to start all this up and it's been amazing, you know? So if you want things done, do them yourself and the results will come.
0: Yeah. There's a, there's a great Zen proverb and it's seek it and you will not find it. You know, like, yeah, yeah. If, if you go out and try to search for happiness or all these things, um, there's so many quotes about that, right? Like you can't be with someone else until you can be with yourself. I'm learning that too right now. Like I tried, I tried to kill myself last year and I worked my ass off. To make sure i would never be in that position again and i'm the happiest i've ever been and i'm I'm
1: gonna call you off right there real quick before you continue what you just told me like gave me the chills right now so uh, what i'm saying by that is i can tell you have come a long way and you put a lot of thought into what you do right now so if there's anybody else out there that like was facing something that you were facing a year ago like before we even continue i just want to say you know, God bless you and, you know, continue to do your thing. You're doing an amazing job here. Thank you, brother. What what would you tell somebody that was in your position a year ago? Um,
0: that your brain is lying to you. Like I thought every single day that my life wouldn't get better unless I killed myself. I thought every single day that nothing was going to get better and everything was going to get worse. And I was stuck in this one position in the universe. And like, it's kind of selfish, you know, it's narcissistic almost like the world doesn't uh, uh, revolve around you so but once you realize that it will it's so hard to explain just just focus on helping other people by helping yourself and everything else will follow absolutely man
1: but yeah yeah that that hit deep i'm not even gonna lie to you that hit deep especially a young guy like you i know it's it's a very common thing in today's world you know but you know kudos to you man overcame a huge obstacle in your life and i'm glad to see you're doing well so I just wanted you to take some time out so, you know, we never know who's listening right now and right, right. person or a hundred people that you're affecting, you know, yeah. that one person you're changing their life just by saying those words, you know, realize yeah. that at all times, somebody's always listening, whether you th- think of it or not, somebody, you do have a fan out there, whether it be one or a hundred or thousands, treat them all the same because, you know, you can change and impact somebody's life through something that you say so always be mindful of that
0: yeah thank you that was a good call rock um, i'm glad you you know you know were like hey go go on there a little bit because that's that's why i do this i said at the beginning of doing this podcast i don't care if one person listens every week if i can help one person i really like did i did a fine job i did excellent like
1: what's the Absolutely. what am i going to do besides help one person you know exactly and you know you think about it you helping one person is more than somebody who's at home you know, doing something else, doing nothing. So you're already above 90% of people right now doing what you're doing right now, believe it or not. 90% of people want to do what you're doing, but they're not actively doing it. You're doing it. So consider that an accomplishment. Don't look at the numbers. Don't ever look at the numbers. Oh, I don't even care. (laughs) Good content will always be valued. I'm telling you, trust me when I say those things. Good content will always get valued, whether you realize it or not. And if you have a passion and if you love it, I'm telling you, if you love doing what you're doing right now and if you see a future in it and you know whether, where, wherever your life takes you, always find to do the things you love. You know what I mean? If you're making a six-figure uh, job, you're making that much money, always find the time to do this, what you're doing right now. Because I'm telling you, it will make you happy and feel worth. All right? And that's the most important thing. Feel that worth. Make sure you're impacting others and you know, all the best success to you.
0: We, uh, we we seem to like click very much on the, the life stuff. Do you think that has a lot to do of either us growing up on the East Coast or being Italian? Like the, the amount of like love that you want to show people and I want to show people. Is that, is that just a symptom of how we grew up or do you think that's kind of just the age that we're in?
1: Now, but well, before I answer that question, how old are you, Glenn? I'm 24. Okay, so I'm 25. So I, I was going to say off the bat, that it does, there, there are a multitude of things that can affect a, a type of person you are. Um, one is obviously what I learned in school was your, your genetics, where you come from. Another thing is your environment. And the third thing is your upbringing, right? There are other factors, but those are the three main things. What I think, and I feel the connection with me and you as well. What I think personally is the fact that me and you have probably put a lot of thought into what we do and why we do this right the The main question is why are we doing this you got to educate yourself before anything and i think a lot of what i faced from growing up italian is i've been educating myself every single day i don't want to pres- uh, give any presumptions or assumptions about anybody anything and you just got to educate yourself and when you do and when you're raised with, with a caring and loving italian family that is, you know, open-minded, then you will learn to, and I'm not saying like, you. you I don't know if you were raised by an Italian family and whatnot, but like, I don't even know your backstory, but a lot of it is your upbringing, whether you're Italian, uh, Latino, Black, Hispanic, uh, whatever it may be, Asian, you know, anything, wherever you come from, uh, your upbringing has a lot to do with it, but it's also your mindset. You have to be your own person. So I think when you establish being your own person, uh that's when you know you become your true self and find your true self
0: absolutely yeah i love it. you yeah just and when you establish your true self your community kind of just flocks to you you know they recognize you they recognize like the duck that you are walking and talking like a duck so instead of like going out and trying to find where you fit just let yourself let yourself fall into the puzzle of life you know let yourself just be at peace and then you'll, you'll, you'll move to where the right space is. Yeah. I love that, brother. That was great. Um, Thank you. Yeah. um I, one, another thing I wanted to talk about too, is both you and me have talked about, you know, just respecting all people, uh, races, all that stuff, like all different cultures. Um, but definitely like in the East coast, we grew up in like pretty diverse areas. So we bust each other's chops, you know, like, you have black friends, like Asian friends and you all bust each other's chops. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Do you think, but when like you go outside of the east coast you don't really see that as much and like you see some like real real racism and it's like well i don't that doesn't make sense to me do you think you know growing up in a diverse neighborhood but also like making jokes to each other about your ethnicities and whatever it is kind of takes away the punch of it when it like happens for real
1: uh i'm not understanding your your question what exactly you're asking my bad right so like like okay like if i'm
0: hanging out with my uh my black friends sometimes they'll say like i look like a I look like a school shooter you
1: know what i mean like oh so yeah. so you're saying like the jokes of it uh, th- that not being there in other other states in america like does that yeah. is that a reason why maybe there's so much racism there you're saying yeah like because they or like people just don't understand that like
0: when you when you grow up the way we grow up it makes you closer to be around all this, these different cultures, but also busting each other's balls about it. Like I love when people make fun of me for being Italian. I think it's so funny. Yeah, you
1: know? I mean, so I'll, I'll speak on uh, behalf of the Italians. I don't know about the other cultures, but like, personally, um, when somebody says, oh, look at this uh, grease ball, to me, I personally don't care. Like if I'm meeting you for the first time and you're calling me a grease ball, then it's like kind of annoying because you're That's just true. trying to be funny. You're just trying to funny and make a fool out of me. That's disrespectful. <laughs> But if you're my boy, you, you can call me whatever the hell you want. I know at the end of the day we're boys, and that that makes it funny to me. Like, all right, bro, whatever. Like, yes. I'll be like, yo, I'm a greaseball, so what? You know, like, I wouldn't. That's just how I am, though. It, it depends how you are. You know, I I really can't speak for the other cultures and ethnic groups. I'm, I'm just talking about me personally and Italians. Uh, you know, just like the old saying says, respect, and you'll be respected. So.
0: Right. It's different, yeah. You're right, that's a good point. It's different when you're friends with someone, like because when you're real friends with someone, you can just kind of like be yourselves, and like there's like a busting balls kind of culture within friends, and like that's that's a respect thing, too. When when your friends can just come up to you and be like, dude, what are you talking about? You fucking garlic knot, you know what I mean? Like that's like that's like love, I feel like that's real love.
1: I'll laugh at that, you know, like all right, bro, you got me with that one. I haven't heard that one in a a while, and I'll I'll, I'll chump a little bit,
0: yeah. I don't care, it's not funny, yeah. But, you know, it's all, fam- it's all familiar, And that's what uh, I really want to tell people right now too, is find your family, find yeah. whether it's your friends, whether it's your community, find people to to support, do do some volunteer work. The world is sh- really bad place right now. A lot of people are dying.
1: How's, how are things in New York, New York City right now? Uh, well, COVID rates are getting higher again. So it, it's been, it's been rough over here for sure. Uh, we here growing Grown Up Italian always like try and uh, keep our distance with everybody, keep our I live with my nonna still. So uh, my main concern is keeping her safe. I would be in the, the office right now. Uh, but as you can see I'm literally in, in my in my house recording this podcast. Usually I'm in the office but we're just trying to keep our keep our social distance and maintain safety for everybody and all those around us. Like me going to the office just like gets me nervous that I'm going to, you know, contract anything. So I'm just trying to be safe. It, it's been rough for sure. But uh, gotta keep going, you know. Anything in life, you gotta keep moving and uh, keep your foot on the gas. Just be mindful of others. Yeah. And are do
0: you, are you guys afraid there's gonna be like another lockdown there?
1: Uh, I'm not. I'm not really too sure what's gonna happen. There's been whispers of it, but you know, I guess we'll see. But like, like all in life, everything you will overcome. So. I I just
0: uh, I had a decent job. I just quit it because people were traveling and not quarantining and like. I take care of my my, my nana sometimes and mm-hmm. like, my dad's um,
1: autoimmune deficient he has lupus yeah, so it's dude, like people around you that can be seriously affected you don't want to yeah. take that chance you know
0: yeah dude like I'm not going to kill my family for like an entry level job you know what yeah, I mean like bro,
1: it's, it's not worth it it's not worth it
0: um, the way you're looking at it it's not worth it bro
1: yeah
0: dude uh Rocco I've had a great time talking to you brother I do want to give you this chance to you know we had a lot of great perspective today I want you to be able to tell people where to find that, more of that perspective, plug everything you want to plug, take as much time as you need.
1: Glenn, first and foremost, thanks for having me on, bro. I really do appreciate it. It's, it's great meeting with new people every single day and you know, hearing a couple of questions that you have for me. I don't need to plug myself. I, I want to take this opportunity to thank you and what you're doing and everything that you've accomplished in your life. Uh, I just want to wish you the continued success, uh, all the best of luck in your future endeavors. Uh, Life gets rough, but you clearly have shown that you could overcome anything. So shout out to you, Glenn. Keep doing your thing, man. It was great connecting with you. Um, And to the people that enjoyed this conversation, you know, continue to pop into Glenn's interviews. He's a great guy. I literally just met him before this podcast. Said said about five words to him and instant connection. So Glenn, man, keep doing your thing, bro. Uh, All the best of luck, like I said, and everything. And, you know, thanks for having me on. You make me cry, bro. Thank you. God bless. Love you, dog. Where can people find growing up Italian? Where are, we, where are, you, where are
0: you guys on? Like Facebook, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. I said it in the beginning. I don't want to, I don't want to, Yeah, I'm not one to toot my own horn over here. You so.
0: you're, here to to, you're here to toot the horn. I want people to. Uh, remember can you find us on
1: li- Any, any social media platform, just type in growing up Italian. You'll find us, but uh, it's, dude, a <laughs> it's a, it's a pleasure being on. Uh, for this interview and you know keep doing your thing brother take care of yourself and, right? And, wh- and one last thing
0: before we go i ask all my guests this please uh suggest a book or a quote
1: that you really love a book or a quote that you really love i should have done more homework before i was in there i said i said too many good ones man they're in the they're in the interview a book or a quote all right so one of my favorite books of all time and this is going to sound childish but it's the the book holes with uh stanley Yelnats. he played in the movie by Louis Dakar. Um, great, great book. It just taught you that, you know, sometimes in life, you're going to be accused of some things that you never have done. And Stanley literally lifts the curse of his family by going out and, you know, doing it himself. So like I said, with the God quote, the help yourself because then I will help you. And clearly Stanley overcame uh, a huge obstacle in his life. You guys should definitely check out that book uh i i read it back in middle school so it's been a while but one of my favorite books that i still watch and read today there's a movie for it as well if you want to look at the movie uh and it just goes that to show that you can overcome any obstacle uh, as long as you never give up so one of uh, one of the books that holds you to my heart thank you so much rocco everyone please make sure you go
0: follow growing up italian on all the social media it'll be down below and thank you goodbye see you later care, okay, guys Take care, brother.